the wide, wide world of sports is going on here. Broadcasting live from the greatest city in the world. Austin, Texas, baby. It's Bucky and Aaron. You guys want to play some twos? You know what? Actually, we're kind of in the middle of a conversation. B and E. What's B and E? Bucky Godbolt, Aaron Hogan on the Horn 1049 AM 1260 and hornfm.com with the Longhorns play and Austin Talks Sports. Yes, this whole uh, Victor Wembanyama mania is uh, for real. Not surprising, but according to the folks at ESPN, Victor Wembanyama's San Antonio Spurs debut on the Summer League game last Friday night, 1.39 million viewers. Second most ever in an NBA Summer League game. And now he's done. They sent, they're shutting down. He had played two games. He's done. But there will be a Victor Wimbanyama effect this year as far as TV ratings. People are just oh, going to t- sure. tune in to see the uh, French phenom. Uh, Wemby mania, as they call it. But, uh, yeah, he's done. Spurs said no more. Get to the weight room. Are they done with games or the, this oh, summer yeah, league still continues? Yeah, oh, they'll, they they'll do all right through? Several weeks. And there's, by the way, look at that. Uh, you like the uh, the sphere, the eyeball in uh, Vegas? Look at yeah. that. See how they did a basketball like that? That's, That's the, the sphere right there? That's the sphere. Very nice. Yeah, we've seen it look like an eyeball. We've seen it look like la- a lava lamp. This is a, it looks as though it looks like a great big NBA basketball and says "Welcome NBA 2K Summer League NBA." It's like a big billboard, but it's so the NBA now has a bunch of their gear and stuff in there for sale, doing all that right now. I don't think so. That's an arena. That's an event center. I don't know what's going on inside. I was thinking they they had their. They're playing summer league up in there. I don't know. <laughs> they probably could at some point. That's going to be that's, Taylor Swift up well, in there. Think about that when you go to Vegas next. And how soon can the Oakland A's get moved to Vegas oh, so I can man. go see an Astros series in Vegas one summer soon? That would be great, right on the Strip, and go see the eyeball, the Sphere. Oh, dude, they're having a Super Bowl there this year, so that's going to be crazy. Stuff they're going to do with that big eyeball. The big eyeball. You can you do a lot with that. Has Serge Barry Rice not been playing for the Spurs? Uh, you know, he's on a two-way contract, which means he's he could, he could either be on the Spurs or the mm-hmm. G League. Well, he might. I, mean, I think they have multiple, like, summer league. Yeah. They'll I, take I haven't different s- sets of guys. So maybe he's, I don't, I don't know. I, I watched the Spurs the other night. I didn't notice him out there. We're hoping for Serge Barry to, to make his way. Um, okay. So the Pat Fitzgerald story was a big one last hour. David Pierce with the move to make himself the pitching coach which is a bold one, but I think has a chance to pay dividends. I love the return of Troy Tulowitzki to the Longhorn program, and I love the title too, right? It's not a coaching role. He can't recruit, but it's player development, player development. Uh, the idea that uh, to make players better. And he, if you if you go back and listen, by the way, can we say buck on congratulations to Ivan Melendez? Ivan Melendez a hell of a to, year. up to the double-A level now. By the way, the Arizona Diamondbacks are in first place in the NL West, and they got one of the best young teams they're doing a great job of scouting and development. Ivan's a part of that. You could see Ivan making that move through their system. He's having a heck of a run at the A-ball a mm-hmm. level, tearing the cover off the ball. Uh, Ivan Melendez is a professional hitter. But he would tell you that his work with Troy Tulowitzki was as impactful as anything uh, as far as his development going from good hitter to the greatest hitter in the history of the program. And uh, you know, not lost on David Pierce. But uh, you know, can we get Troy back uh, doing – what you know? Just let you know. By the way, I heard Mike Hard say this yesterday that uh, Troy Tulowitzki did get his degree, which is big. Remember, if he wanted That's to be right. a coach, uh, he has to get, get get graduated, which he's done. So 
Troy Tulowitzki has a future coaching college baseball and because he, he has a passion for college baseball. That's why he's coming back, I think, is that he just missed it. He missed being around the game, being around the guys. Or was it not his wife pregnant? Weren't they expecting, kids, a, yeah. expecting a child? Well, I remember last year, when, remember when he visited USC to, for the head coaching job? But I think at the end he hadn't graduated yet, so I don't think either school could, by their own rules, hire him to be their coach. And so he came back here. His wife, I believe, has started a business here. Like they've got, they're they're invested in, in Central Texas. They love it here, mm-hmm. uh, so they're kind of got roots planted, and um, so you know why not go be around the yard, go develop young ball players, and because uh, the one thing I think that I've been told about Troy is he's got a great great eye for you know a kid's weakness. Like like how could we work on this? You? How can we help you? We we this is the stuff that's going to get noticed when you're going to you know draft camps and draft tryouts and things let's let's work on this let's let's sh- refine the edges and yeah you're a good ball player you wouldn't be at Texas without it and you know for David Pierce if he's going to coach the pitchers his main mission now is you know let's 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 cut down the walks let's develop some some arms let's get our bullpen guys locked in behind it looks like the starting staff has a chance to be really good if Chant Tanner Witt comes back healthy with LBJ and again I'm saying these things on a Tuesday where to Ty's point if they get drafted in the 11th round today Either one of those guys could choose still to go pro. They they absolutely could. I I think most people look at it and say, you know what, the the upside ceiling is still better coming back, getting back in the draft next year and getting yourself into the top five rounds of the draft or even higher for a guy like Tanner Witt and LBJ. They both have, you know, top fifty kind of arms. I think uh, if healthy. But so we'll see. We'll follow that development. But uh, David Pierce has some pretty good to work with. Oh, now they're oh, oh. <laughs> can you imagine? Look at somebody just uh, CB just sent us the picture of the sphere where it was a cl- like a like a big circle like the moon, and then all of a sudden an eye opened. That would freak you out. If oh you're, yeah, if you're driving, if you're driving down the road, slam on the brakes, big old eyeball like a cat in your face or something. No way, man. Out. But that's cool. That technology is amazing. When, when's like Discovery Channel going to do like a full documentary on how they built that thing and what the technology is behind it? My sure, goodness. I'm sure I could find it on YouTube somewhere, but I'm now interested. I'm, my interest has peaked. I'm in on that. And you know, how about when, when you, next time you go to Vegas, that's where this started. Did you go see that? You got to go tour it? I want to go go in oh, that place. Absolutely. I want to go inside. in there? Huh? Casino in there? I was thinking I if, they, if they have any slots in that bad boy. Script clubs up in here? What are we doing the up eyeball. in here? Uh, this says um, Serge Barry Rice has a medical problem. That's why he has not played. Well, thank you, thank you very much. Well, it looks like he's secured his, I mean, two-way contract already. So he'll he'll at least be on the splitting time on the mm-hmm. G League team, right? Cool. Somebody says Tulo has a gorgeous home on the water and river place. I wouldn't want to leave either. Yeah, that's what I was told by many that he's they they like it in Austin. They came here for a reason, and actually uh, they came here to coach. But at the same time, Austin's a cool place, especially if you live on the water. What do you feel like, E, that uh, the most asked question to Sark will be coming up? Tomorrow? Yeah, Big 12 media days. Will it be about the quarterback play? Will it be mostly mostly about quarterback play? How is the development of not just your starting quarterback but the rest of the quarterbacks? Is that going to be the main? I mean, I I do think they're taking their quarterback, Quinn Ewers, and I think he will be the most – the player that's there tomorrow of the seven teams and of the – what is that, 35 players? That'll be there tomorrow. And 30, 35 players that will be gain the most attention tomorrow is Quinn Ewers. Um, people will want to see the no, the freshly cl- clean haircutted Quinn Ewers and talk to him. But yes, for Sark, you know, I think the 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 natural question is handling expectation. And I know Sark. I mean, you could preview what Sark's going to say tomorrow when he was on the Greg McElroy podcast last week, and we played a lot of that sound that. Team on a mission. You know, this is what my confidence is coming from the team. Yeah, I'm interested in seeing how he talks about his run game. 
Yeah, I think so too. I mean, that, that that's that's probably the best question. A lot to replace there. Well, I mean, you know, we talk about irreplaceable Longhorns, most important Longhorns, not the oh. most talented Longhorns, but man, we talk about Jalen Ford. Think about this though: if you're if you're Steve, I, I, we don't ever want to think about injuries, but injuries happen. This is when you go to irreplaceable, most important. And we, I talked about last week that, that Jalen Ford, because the, 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 the guy behind him isn't close to the player that he is. No. And you could argue that a receiver and some other places, you might have some guys that you feel like can come in and there's not a huge drop-off. I mean, I would list Jalen Ford. I would list Kelvin Banks. Because when I look at, at offensive lines, you know, Kelvin Banks, a left tackle. To me, the offensive line, I compare it to a bullpen in baseball. You know, the closer is so important. If you got that guy that gets the last three outs, it just helps the whole bullpen fall in line. If who's the eighth inning guy, who's the seventh inning guy. Even on offensive line, if you have the left tackle position secured, and you also know you have Jake Majors playing center, you feel like you can build a pretty good offensive line around that. that yeah, when they, and the big kid coming back is huge. Christian that, Jones, yeah. I mean, that is, that is – Yeah. You can say what you want about that kid, but that is that is huge for this, well, the, this football team on the offensive line. But if you lose Kelvin Banks for any extent of time, and again, these are things you don't want to think about, but they know you know they could happen, you probably are moving Christian Jones over to left tackle, you're shuffling things, and that's just – you don't – but then the other one I would say is Jonathan Brooks. I mean, to your point about the run game – I mean, we all talk about well, the offensive line will be improved, and they have guys. Well, Jonathan Brooks, especially you need early to have in the a year, guy. You can you can try to get three guys or two guys, and here's what we're going to do. But you have to have the guy. I mean, He's got to be the Sarkeesian, guy. I'm to Shard Choice. I'm thinking when we get to the start of the season, I have to have a healthy Jonathan Brooks. Yes, because behind him are pretty unknown commodities. He, Jonathan Brooks is unknown. But he's the most experienced in the program. At least you can say that he had a great game in the bowl game. We've seen him on film and what well, and he can really do. He's played behind Roshan and Bijan for the several years. That's so right. Has kind of been 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 taught the ways of the program. Feel good about he's it. He's also I mean, been in games where he's had good games, even back oh yeah. backing them up. But it doesn't say you lost him. Well, now yeah, where are you going? Wow. Right now you're looking at C.J. Baxter. You're looking at Keelan Robinson, who's more of a you know more of a, a, a stretch player trying to get to the edges with him. Same with uh, Jaden Blue. Uh, you need Jonathan Brooks to be healthy. Yes, you do. You're absolutely right. You need that guy because I think there are people in the program that think that C.J. Baxter, as the year goes on, as a freshman, gets more and more comfortable. Well, you hope that you hope that he is that next that next guy. But that early he can in go the in year, there if you need him for three games to be your starter, can start. But early in the year, you're absolutely right because if it was, I, if 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 he was that great, he'd be starting early. I mean, immediately. If he was that guy, if he was that stud, stud. Bijan didn't start by, like, he started by Oklahoma, but he didn't start the Well, that's what I'm year. saying. I, I just will expect, and I know you have higher expectations, but typically a running back as a freshman doesn't start making his biggest impact until midseason or beyond. And, and I think he'll be starting by Oklahoma. Well, that'd be good. You do? Mm-hmm. Well, if he's I mean, unless Jonathan Brooks is tearing it up. Tearing it up, right? Which I expect him to be tearing it up. I don't know what you call tearing it up, but I expect him to be better than just average. Yeah, I mean, but an I, offensive I, I, line I, but like I think that. those two guys will be your your two belt. Oh, and guys. then that's fine. Well, and I think Sark can use his weaponry to create running lanes, right? I mean, stretch the field a little bit. And you put you put Isaiah Nair, Xavier Worthy, Jordan Whittington and Jatavion Sanders on the field. And a Don, AD Mitchell too. Well, I, mean, I don't know, but that's what how often they get if you're going to have if you're going with JT Sanders, you could only have three receivers most likely. You don't you, you don't think AD Mitchell will be out there with well, yeah, maybe. Uh, who, they're going to rotate guys, any of those guys. Yeah. yeah. Let's go A.D. Mitchell, Xavier Worthy, Jordan Whittington. Okay? And then you've got Jatavion Sanders at tight end. You have to have your pass defense ready to go. I mean, you oh, just for sure. Do, which should make your running game better. 
You you mean you 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 have to be concerned about those dudes. I mean, who's got who? I mean, and then you get we know Sark does all the fly motion and people are moving everywhere. That kind of stuff can help the run game because Buck, if you you hold up the linebacker just a little bit, you hold him with a with a rush motion, you you hold him with a fly sweep motion, that you know holds the linebacker for half a step or the edge player. That should help the running game in itself, right? And and. You can't just stack the line when you got those dudes and Quinn Ewers and the ability to throw the football down the field and the propensity for play action. So, but again, you still and you've got a runner who is the number one running back in the state. I mean, well, Jonathan Brooks was state. Or the other was was country. Yeah, that's what I mean. That you've got that guy has to be. He should make an impact this year. My, I mean, oh, I, th- I think jo- I agree with you. I think Jonathan Brooks is to be really good, especially with all those speed no, I think weapons. He's good. I'm saying he's saying that he pounder to, element to it. I'm saying, he, especially early in the year, he needs to be healthy. Yes, I mean, you, need, you, you need can't it. get him nicked up in training camp, and because it's been there's a lot of knocking on wood around here lately. It's been pretty good. Yeah, um, but that's right. Although the top qual- like you don't have a Bijan, you know, top end talent, but I think that the room is deeper than it has been. Well, I, I, let's be fair. We've got to stop with Bijan because Bijan was a generational yes. player. Oh, I know, but I, I think you have more options this year than you had last year. You know, you had arguably two better running backs than anyone you have in this room. Well, I was much more surprised than I thought it'd ever be when I saw Jonathan Brooks, the way he ran, his acceleration, his ability to find a hole. And, and I mean, his breakaway speed, I mean, he had that when he's uh, gone, screen pass. When, I mean, when he's gone, he's gone. I mean, that's one of those deals that that guy's just going to outrun you. But he's got some power behind him, and he can, and he can find the holes. But you also have an offensive line, I think, is going to be out to prove, hey, we're just not just great pass protectors. You know, Banks as a tackle is going to be. I, I got to be able to run block too. Power run them. Yeah. There's a lot of things you would be John Robinson. You didn't have to do yeah. that well. It says uh, I'm with Buck. Jonathan Brooks is going to have a very good year. No, I'm. I'm maybe I'm presenting wrong. I'm saying he's one of the most irreplaceable players oh, no, on that, the team. Yeah, yeah. Well, you're saying uh, the right I, thing. I mean, I, I'm just saying, especially early, because C.J. Baxter by midseason may become a guy that challenges Jonathan Brooks for carries. Same time. You know that Alabama game's week two. I mean, yeah, I, I he has that. to be special if you roll him out as a freshman to beat out a I guess guy what like I, that. You know, we know how we cover training camp. What you don't need is, oh, Jonathan Brooks got his ankle rolled up on week two of pra- in a scrimmage. You're like, oh or, or man, another hernia. Or yeah, something shut like him that. down. Look <laughs> at this guy ready for week one. I think he's that important because I, I, I firmly believe this. I think the defense takes another step forward and is even better this year. And I think if they can run the football consistently and give Quinn Ewers play action. This has a chance to be a, a tremendous offense, because at that point you have what do you do? But if you if you're a defensive coordinator, you're you're going to try to stop the run first. You're going to try to make sure because if you can, then you put the game in Quinn Ewers' hands a little bit, and he showed you at times last year if he's got to make multiple reads and go through sure. progressions, he can struggle. Because look, as a defensive coordinator, you're looking at it, you can look at it and say, man, they're really good. Well, that's in all those. Really that's talented, pressure. So I got to find something. That's pressure to make plays. And if you don't, if you don't have a chance not to put him in all those situations that often, yeah. Well, that's you know? what I'm saying. So if you have a healthy Jonathan Brooks to start the year, you are going to be able to run the football early, which sets up play action. If you know, if you're a defensive coordinator, and all of a sudden Brooks is not there, well, then you got Jaden Blue or Keelan Robinson or a freshman, and you're like, okay, we can attack that a little bit. Sure, we can get after that a little bit. At least it gives us a chance here because if they can run it, we're we're in trouble because I can't. I don't. My guys can't cover all those guys. Once again, for we me, we can't double them all. We don't have enough guys on the field. Once again, for me, for 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 Sanders, it's it's coach. You got to get him involved in your game plan early in football games. Yeah. Well, and here's a guy that says so. Early. The most irreplaceable player is J T. Sanders. You know what? You know what goes goes unnoticed a little bit on that. If you go back to last year, when Texas last game of the year in the regular season playing Baylor, 
and they realized that the offensive line was struggling with Dave Aranda's you know, pass rush and struggling. Quinn Ewers had not having a great game. And they just saddled up the run game in that fourth quarter and Bijan and Roshan over and over. Go back and watch those drives. Jatavion Sanders, wearing number zero, lined up in a flex spot and just started pounding people. He became the extra offensive lineman for them. Mm-hmm. And it was impressive. I mean, you're playing a physical Baylor defense at that point, and he was awesome. If that guy takes another step. As I said, get him involved early so yeah. he's involved late well, he mentally you, in games. Well, and that, if he continues on that progression where he can be a physical in-line run blocker, because remember they redshirted him as a freshman year as a five-star so he could learn the position, take the, to the physicality. Well, if you combine both with him this year and as a junior, well, now you can disguise your run game. You can be multiple. Are we running, throwing? Because JT can help you as a, another really good blocker. Uh, you can use him as kind of an H-back if you want to move him. With yeah, he's athletic bit. enough to get on gas in the secondary. And then he's trouble in space, obviously, yeah. in the pass game. Uh, that guy, real. I mean, a lot of irreplaceable guys, but uh, JT might be. I mean, at the end of the day, the way the, the texture says it, because JT makes you allow – because the next, the next guy behind JT Sanders is what? Gunnar Helm or Juan Davis? I mean – J- JT is what, like, oh, now what are they going to do? Are they running it? Are they throwing it? How do we cover all these guys if they do throw it? Um, that's that's the, that, that might be. That might be hmm. a, a guy between Jalen Ford and JT Sanders because it helps you disguise everything and be, be very multiple on every on every formation, especially start going fast. Especially you start going tempo, keep that unit on the field and keep that defense and the personnel the same. Look out for Texas. Well, if the other wide receiver coming off that knee is healthy, I mean, if he there, yeah. if if he gets back very very early, if by summertime towards the end he's ready to go and he's not he's not like trying to feel his way, but actually ready to play, that is that's going to be huge. I think that I think that still is a player we're all waiting to see. Just got a note from our buddy Mike Harge, Hardball, who says uh, we were talking about Victor Wembanyama and the mania. He says. Uh, I'm having we're having Wemby's former teammate Tayshawn Thompson on at 4:30. Awesome! Today. So if you want to hear from somebody who played with Victor Wembanyama and got to know him and what he's all about, that'll be 4:30 today in the Harge Knock Life on Ball Don't Lie. So in the Ball Don't Lie, I think that ball, that sphere in Vegas lies. That'll lie. Yes. With all the advertisements going to play on there, there's going to be a lot of lies. I think this, this for you with, with lies, Buck. Do you think the Texas cheaters on a hot day at Twin Creeks today will be lying about where their ball went? Not with the new markers that I have. Oh, you're breaking them out? Yeah, I'm breaking them out. They're coming out. I'm saying, hey, here's Steve. You get the pink one. Paulie, you get the green for money one. Buck's got the red one because I have the red ass that I have right now. And then, of course, Richard, who always has his little blue. He's the only one who always marks his ball E blue. Blue stripe, blue dot. That's you know he's common. Yeah, and he know, and we know. Oh, that's Richard's ball. But Steve, who goes in the woods, and he hits one out, and he goes, oh, no, here's mine right here. What? Got to get eyes on that. But, you know, a lot of golf courses, including I got a note from uh, Onion Creek where I live, that it's cart path only. It's getting so it's hot. It's getting crunchy out there. Well, you shouldn't be out there anyhow, crying out loud. Yeah, I've heard, but that, it's so hot. heard that from my wife. But it's so hot. That it's not because it's wet. On if you go out only. there and die, I'm going to kill you. Well, think about it. 115 really? today, and you can't get on the cart path. So you, this is if you're strategic enough, you can try to hit the ball towards the cart path and I'm keep not it that so you're good. walking. I'm not that good. It's going all kinds of ways. The cart path only uh, heat. That sounds like uh, I'm just going to go inside and take a nap. That's not cool. I'm out on that deal. Yeah, and the hotter it gets, the more you can't you can't put up with. Guys doing little things like teeing it up, like, oh, you know what? This isn't a divot. No, okay. Or you want to move it out of the divot and hit it on nice ground? I mean, that's just how the, that's how it goes, isn't it? 
That's, that's how it goes. Hey, by the way, you know the Dan Patrick show on radio? Dan Patrick? Are they listening to our show? They just put out a Twitter poll 12 minutes ago that said, most scared of encountering bear attack, shark attack, or alligator. Well, there's a lot of shark stuff going on. I'm talking New York, five people got at the New York beach. Didn't we just kind talk of beach about that 30 have? minutes ago? Bear, shark versus... Now, and I said crocodile hunter with gators? Come on now. I know, you know, give me a break. Crocodiles are different, but not much. I mean, the shock, the, the shock of being bit by a shark. Say you're out there swimming and that sucker hits you in the side. Mm-hmm. It's going to be more than shock. You're going to feel that. I guess everybody's it's July. we got a lot to talk about, though. This says uh, the Sphere in Vegas it will open with a U2 concert. Very nice. A residency in the fall. I wonder what kind of money Bono and the oh. guys are making for a residency at the Sphere. I'm surprised Taylor Swift hadn't been all up in that eye. I have a friend that works for Bono. Like on her on his personal team. Who was the uh, who's the comedian? Frank Caliendo? Yes. I heard him telling a story that he had a residency in Vegas and he's very funny. And he so I mean they're just looking to pack the house, right? Give more entertainment, sell tickets. Well, he when he was doing his residency, he lived in the in the up the top floor. That's his floor, right? Did he have that floor? But he also had helicopter access to and from Las Vegas or to Los Angeles if he needed it. So he would go to Los Angeles for most of the time and then he'd fly in, land on that on the top for his residency. Well, my girl Celine had and the they whole also floor. paid him a ton. Yeah, how much do these guys? How much do you get paid? Bankrolled. That? that seems like that's the that's, best gig. That's the best gig. You're you not traveling. Get, you probably They're, get some casino credit. Oh, oh, people are traveling to you. And I remember Caliendo. It's funny as he it was like, "Hold on, I got access. I got. I'm living in the penthouse. I, you're, I'm eating the hotel food. Great, great chef." And you're paying me for this? Yeah, I got I the think, helicopter. I think Britney Spears has been doing this since she was like 12, hasn't That's she? That's probably why she's so crazy. <laughs> That's the goal oh, yeah. of entertainment. I can't spend more than three days in Vegas. She's there her entire life. Living on the floor, but the entire floor is her floor. It's her hotel. Well, think about it. You know, Frank Caliendo. Oh, she thinks it's her hotel. You're right. <laughs> Frank Caliendo is a pretty big deal and a very funny guy. But think about a really big star. If Celine gets, for all those years. If he gets catered like that, I mean, what is what would Taylor Swift get? Oh, Come on. She held, had residency there? Or well, Sinatra. that's the cool part. Like, Taylor Swift has this traveling massive road show, which is very impressive, three hours a night. But in Vegas, they come to you. You're not going anywhere. You're just chilling in the hotel. It would take like a billion dollars to get her to do that. Said Elvis started it all. That's right. Colonel, Colonel, Colonel Parker and Elvis started it all back in the day. Okay, we'll come back. Um, remember that guest 430 today, Victor Wenbanyanam, his teammate on Ball Don't Lie. Mm-hmm. And don't be lying about your balls today on the golf course. It's yes. B&E on the horn. Oh man, the great Bob Schneider. That's where uh, Ty was last night. I'm assuming he didn't play this song last night. It is Residency at Saxon Pub. Yeah, don't think so. This would not be a uh, Saxon pub. Oh, I mean, tune. he hit every vibe. He might have actually played. He, he he was playing some Tejano music. Turn that back up, little Bob Schneider. He was rapping, telling jokes, playing slow, sad songs. And you were with the boys. Just, Mandate. Just boy. Dude. Oh, oh. <laughs> one. It's a one-on-one. Dude with dude. It's just a dude date. Dude date. On a yeah, uh, Monday your, night, your cuddle buddy. On a Monday night residency with the great Bob Schneider and a residency there he does on Mondays. I don't think he's making what uh, the Vegas residencies get, but uh, he's there. Uh, decent crowd, pretty good, pretty good yeah. uh, showing turnout. Cool. Bob's the best, and um, there's Bob Schneider for you. Ty was on a mandate. Normally, you take a lady to see Bob Schneider. 
Bob Schneider back in the day, Buck, in the 90s, was the deal. Could not find a lady. Yeah, well, back in the day, I had, had my... It was kind of last minute, so... I had my man friend back in the day, my buddy Danny back in Pennsylvania. I mean, I've known this guy since elementary school. Yeah. And you're, so you're, when, you're when you were comfortable enough with each other to go to a yeah when together. yeah when his when his parents would, when Danny's parents would go to That's just uh, a night out with a buddy that's not a yeah. man date he didn't three weeks to, to California I mean we slept in his mom and dad's bed I mean they had a <laughs> they had a king they had a king they had a monster king and the imprints of our bodies because we never showered would be in the bed when his mom would come back she goes this guy's ever try to change the sheet or anything we have clean sheets in there it's <laughs> I can see your arms in there where you had your hand on the pillow and stuff. Yeah, I had yeah, I was I had a band buddy. Man buddy. But then I was I was very young at the time. I never had a <laughs> old, I like never that. I mean I wasn't twenty five like you. I didn't have a man buddy like you hey, had I went to a concert with a girl this weekend, so like I'm That's true. You're fine. But I, we I, know, I, no, we and my buddy were saying last night, I was like, we might just have to do this once a week. Oh, oh, oh no, 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 no. no. <laughs> it comes like a residency. Now we <laughs> yeah. got a problem. <laughs> Talking about residency. No, oh, man. man. But remember, Bob Schneider in the 90s, man, he was in a, he was in a band called The Scabs. Um, mm-hmm. This dude was like, for chicks, man, every chick wanted Bob Schneider. Every chick wanted that dude. The ladies were out for him last night. Oh, man. I mean, it was. Remember, he dated Sandra Bullock for a while. I did not know that. For remember. Um, Sandra Bullock. Remember, Sandra Bullock was here and filming that show that they made down in. Uh, What's the town next to Bastrop? Smithville. Smithville, yes. Wait, that, was that Hope Floats? Hope Floats, yes. Hope Floats. And so apparently she started They did some of the filming in Circle C when I lived out there. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, Bob Schneider was – if you go to a concert with your girlfriend at the time, like she wanted to go home with Bob Schneider. Like there was no doubt about that. Like you were second place, 100%. But he's still doing Saxon Pub the other night. And, uh, Says Adela's in residency oh. in Vegas. She owns the whole floor. That's, I would that's go a to whole that. floor deal. I would go to that. Somebody texted me. We were talking about oh, – uh, it was last week when the week you were out. We had a day where we talked about because uh, we took Craig Way's music survey and had a couple of questions to, to borrow, and we talked about your favorite live show and maybe favorite um, surprising live show that you ever attended. And several people, actually, two people said uh, Adele went to see her show really? in Vegas and knew she was good, but never I'd knew like to how see good that. she was. Mine's is still Prince. Prince hey, the Return to Forever tour oh, in he, Reunion Arena in they, Dallas, Texas. That's yours. That was mine. Well, it, it, he played all night long. That dude wouldn't quit playing. It's one to find one that you know was going to be great. You've been chomping at the bit to see it, but then you find one. Like, you knew Adele was going to be good, but they were like, man, goat vocalist, like, all time. Like, she is such a great singer, But she is. When you see a great, I mean, like sports or anything else, that's why music and sports cross over because yeah. you're, you're sharing the experience with a group, and, you know, when you see something really, really great, it's uh, it's an awesome moment. For yeah, them. it was, you know, I, I mean, not only Prince was a great performer, but his band was unbelievable. He was grooving all night. That dude can play the guitar. But he was grooving. It was like three and a half hours. I think Craig was at, as a matter of fact, Craig Way was at that concert at Reunion. Yeah, you guys have shared that story. Yeah, he, yeah it was really. Was, he it was, a, was it a mandate? No, we weren't in a mandate. That was for, that was uh, when uh, Boston College was there, I think, for the, for the, may have been for the Cotton Bowl. Well, see, that's kind of a surprise show. You're there for a bowl game, and all of a sudden you end up at a Prince concert. Yeah. I mean, you knew it was, was going to be good, but that was like not planned. I think he had his whole crew. I think Sheena, was it Sheena E that used to travel with him too? She Lee, yeah. She, she was playing there. Wow. Yeah. I like Hot this. dog. Good night. How's she looking? Man, she's looking beautiful. I saw Sheila E. You know, she is the niece of uh, Alejandro, Alejandro Escovedo, Escovedo yeah. the uh, Hall, ACL Hall of Famer. Mm-hmm. And when I was at uh, Moody Theater and he was being inducted into the Moody, uh, the ACL. She there to play? She, she played. She was playing drums. Yeah, she's born Sheila Cecilia Escovedo. She can slam those drums now. Oh, yeah. 
Uh, and she, it was really sweet because you know they do they're inducting someone into the Hall of Fame. So she 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 spoke and talked about how her uncle, her uncle was their her inspiration to get into music because he was such so musically inclined. Yeah, Sheila E's uncle is Alejandro Estrevedo, and uh, pretty cool. Tito Puente is her godfather. So yeah, man, very musical family there. But Sheila E with Prince and. You know, Prince, well, you know, one thing with Prince is he was great at discovering young young artists and oh, helping yeah. develop young artists for sure, um, and was helping lift people up. Which I always think is cool. Uh, all right, Sheila E. was the nastiest. Oh man, come on now. What there you, you go. <laughs> the nastiest. No, well, she's well, like that. Huh? Well, you know, Prince's songs were very oh my goodness. sexual and nasty, erotic, and you know she had to get into it a little bit. You know, I'm saying it was good. That was a great concert. I bet it was. It was I never fabulous. saw Prince in concert, unfortunately. I mean, I, he came to Austin, and allegedly he went down to La Zona Rosa. He, yeah, that was after our, a our concert. Tom Gimbel was at that show. Right, did he play like all night? At, I mean, what did he say? I got a million songs. I can play all night. She, um, yeah, Tom Gimbel, remember our former yeah. live music update guy, who's now off in New York City doing great things. Uh, Nick Shuley, who's our new one, will be in tomorrow. But um, I think Nick went to that show too. I'll have to ask him tomorrow. But it was, it was, it wasn't even a show. It was, it was South by Southwest, and the, and he started playing at like midnight. Yeah. And they ended up playing to like four in the morning. <laughs> he was telling the crowd that, hey, I got a lot of hits. <laughs> and Tom I can was play like, all night. And it was cool. Tom was in line and he said he saw like, because, you know, it's South by Southwest, there's so many artists in town. Like he saw Jim James from My Morning Jacket in line. And there's all these artists and, and front men, you know, musicians that can't wait to go see the great Prince. So, uh, so there you go. This says Sheila E is also the aunt of Nicole Richie, daughter of Lionel. See, music families. There you go. Yeah, that's how that know dancing on the ceiling. Somebody said, uh, breaking into a Bob Schneider concert of Nutty Brown is a staple of my childhood. See, yeah, when he played out at your, by your house. I'm going to miss that Nutty Brown. I guess it's already gone. You need to go by the HEB there. Is the HEB, it's up. It's open. Right? It's up and running. It's up? Yeah. Oh, yeah, it's up and running. Hey, what's, what's a what, monster what's out there? What's all Bob Schneider's hair like? Is it still pretty, pretty, pretty quaffy, pretty full? Yeah, he's, he always has all kinds of different hair styles. Every time you see him, it, was, it kind of resembled mine a little, yeah, a little, a little Chloe, bit shorter. But. Chloe, did he tell jokes? Oh yeah, big time, big time jokes. You know, his mom. He, I always he always tells the jokes about his mom, who's a school teacher, and uh, he's a funny dude, man. Yeah, I he could be a stand up comedian. He's also an artist. You know, if you go down to GSD and M, Idea City, they 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 have his art up mm-hmm. down there. I mean, that guy's doing they all do. kinds of things. Bob Schneider is uh, uh, an icon here in Central Texas. Yeah, I got to ask our dad Amar is. Crazy Madonna's still coming because, you know, she's been ill. I don't know. She looks like an alien. I know. I look under my bed every night just in case. She's hiding out underneath there. Natalia. Says Prince found and developed a young talent of Carmen Electra. Bucky, did you hear there's a a second part of the- No, there's not. Serious case of Natalia Grace. She's now married. Natalia Speaks. Oh, she's going to tell no, the whole story. She's got a story? new family, and the and the. And her, what do you mean a new family? And her dad is a pastor. She's like thirty. She doesn't. I mean, pastor she's got her smasher? own family. No, someone else took her took her in. Thinking that she was like nine. Oh, not she says again. She's like, yeah, no. I didn't watch that. You, I heard you guys talking oh, about it, and that was enough case. For scary me. man, Natalia Grace. I'm out. Natalia speaks. O U T. O U T. Okay, so. Uh, all right, so a lot out there. We've got, uh, you know, if you're looking around, Pat, Pat Fitzgerald fired, relieved of duties a couple days after being suspended for two weeks. Dame That's Lillard still tough. looking for a place? Yeah. Has, well, has he landed yet? Well, so Dame Lillard, the, the general manager of the Portland Trailblazers, had a press conference yesterday. He's pretty candid. He said, I feel like I failed Dame 
we didn't maximize you know the best we didn't put the right pieces around him but he also said that we're not just going to trade him oh, wherever he wants we're, for free he's we're not going, going to do what's best for organization he right. said it may it may take several months to trade Dame Lillard and they're not going to limit themselves on who they'll trade him to uh, which I think is the right way to go. And I'd say this for anybody that's on Dame's side on that, that he has to go to Miami trade. Would you, you know how mad you would be if you, if your favorite team trade? Anybody that would say that's not a Trailblazers fan. Because if you are, think of the Dallas Mavericks. You don't, you're not just going to trade Luka Doncic in Get a couple of years if he wants him. out and just because he wants to go there. You're going to do what's best for the team. And if you're a fan, you better expect that, that we're going to do get max value for our best asset. That'd be crazy. Get, get Newark to trade everything for him. Um, that'd be great. And I think that's that's the press conference yesterday was a PR move to say, look, we're not in a rush here. We know what Dame wants. We he love sounds the like player. New York, huh? Or just send him to Utah. Yeah. I mean, you, you just, send him you, to Utah? Danny Ainge has been collecting picks in Utah. Also, we had yesterday Shohei Otani talked about his pending free agency. He reiterated he, he wants to win. He's tired of losing. Yeah, that thing will percolate. That is going to be a Does huge Does he still story. use an interpreter? Mm-hmm. He could talk to you, but, you know, when you're doing media availabilities and things, it's a lot easier. It's like Matsuyama, who, yeah. like, at the, when he won the Masters, like, he knows English. But yeah, but, it, but a, in that environment, you just don't want to say it's – it's a second language or third language yeah. for a lot of these folks. Um, Bob Huggins has released a statement saying that West Virginia released a false statement. Like, they made it up. I think Bob's still drunk. I really do. I, I, I'm still. He's not over that. <laughs> he's driving out of the house right now. Oh, oh man! He heard West Virginia was going to be there, so he needed. He's going to talk with the AD. Oh my goodness! Uh, this says officially postponed. North Madonna. Oh my gosh! Is that a real picture of Madonna? Right? Yeah, that's yes, what I'm saying. I'm telling you, she you, looks like Chucky. You, get, you come in here at 4:30 in the morning. E, you better look under your car for that. Madonna officially postponed that's why I slept for North the America the too. <laughs> Up here, I think Madonna was a character in Game of Thrones. No, oh my gosh. Is she a White Walker? I think so. She's, she's kind of scary. It says Sheila E.'s father, Peter Escovedo, played percussion with Santana. Ah. Very musical family. Um, how about Madonna has postponed her tour. Being amazing, Prince was performing Purple Rain at the Super Bowl. It was actually raining. Yeah, synergy there. should be raining when you're performing. Yeah, Madonna has some viral deal going on. No telling what from. Like literally viral. Like yeah, virus. Like virus. Yeah, all, like like all those injections. And yeah, I would. Something's going in on. Her face. Well, I, I read at one point she was on, like, life support. Well, I mean, she was very sick. Yeah, she was very sick uh, with a viral infection, and uh, that can get serious. I mean, I, I read where it almost it was sepsis at one point. I mean, you get an infection in your blood. I mean, this thing goes quick. Things start shutting down. I mean, that's. That's why you got to watch out, Ty. That stuff you were getting from wrestling. If you go septic, man, that's a again major organs just start locking up, and uh, that's, that's what was I getting from wrestling? Didn't you have some kind of viral? Oh no, my my roommate had staff. Yeah, staff. Well, that's what I'm saying. You. <laughs> well, that's out. the thing, right? If staff infection, that can get in your blood, I have and never then it becomes had a real I problem. Have, I've been around a bunch of wrestlers that got staff one time, and it was like, get away from I me. I used to get athletes, but. In the locker room in high school, bad. Never had it. Ugh. You never had like the Northwestern thing, the naked wrestling in the shower. No, no, no. I never, I never had. I got, I got the what was it, the jock edge deal? How about that? Hey, we'll be back. We got one more segment <laughs> to go, and uh, getting you ready for Big Twelve football media days. We'll preview it coming up uh, tomorrow and Thursday. Our live coverage begins, so uh, we'll start to set the table for what is to come. It's being on the horn. Lil Uzi Vert, live in concert. Damn. The Pink Tape Tour. Moody Center, November 9th. MC. 
Get tickets now at Ticketmaster.com. Lil Uzi Vert, the number one album, Pink Tape, is available everywhere now. For more, visit LilUziOfficial.com. The Horns text line is brought to you by Specs, a Texas-sized selection of wines, spirits, finer foods, and specialty beers. Cheers to savings. It's Bucky and Aaron. I'll bring it with some prints to wrap up our portion of the day. Light the Tower coming up next. Jeff Howe, Cam Parker. I believe the return of Craig Way is coming over the next two days at Big 12 Football Media Days. In Thursday, maybe. And I also know that uh, Coach's School oh, is next yeah. week. It's down in Houston this year. And so, yeah, high school, college coaches school, that's a big one with Dave Campbell's Texas football and Craig and all that. So it really is the, 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 the countdown to football season. It begins tomorrow, Big 12 Media Day. Seven teams, including Texas. The Four of the five Texas schools in the Big 12 will be there tomorrow. Longhorns and TCU taking center stage. Uh, Kansas will be there, which means the preseason offensive player of the year, Jalen Daniels, will be there tomorrow. And the preseason defensive player of the year in Jalen Ford. A couple of Jalens heading the way. Steve Sarkeesian, of course. Sonny Dykes. There'll be a bigger spotlight on Sonny Dykes than, than we, we saw last year. I mean, it was a novelty last year, like, like how Sonny... And he talked things. to everybody. He was making the rounds yeah, well, last now year. A, now he's kind of an it deal. Kind of the it deal. Cover boy on Dave Campbell's Texas Football Magazine, National Championship game, and his team picked to finish fifth. So there'll be some conversation. Ooh, there will be. That's tomorrow. Of course, uh, we are not going to be there, but uh, you know the midday shows and early afternoon shows will be up there. Uh, getting all the information we need, bringing it back live and uh, putting on live guests and interviews. Always love that because you just never know who's going to sit down at our broadcast location and say hello. Coaches Cliff, and players. Cliff Kingsbury will not be Cliff there. will not be. Well, maybe he would be wandering around with his uh, well, he needs, That's right. Girl. He still needs a job, right? No, he's working with Lincoln Riley. He's coaching. He, had the, he has the tough, tough job of coaching Caleb Williams. Oh. <laughs> at he, quarterback. Is, wasn't he hired by USC before that at one point and then – Took the Arizona job. Yes. Like yes. he left Tech very briefly, or got fired by Tech. Got yeah, he hired was hired as the USC. offensive coordinator by USC. Yeah, and then went and to then, Arizona. Then that the, was a weird transition. One of the ultimate sports failing ups. Man. To get fired hey. with a 10 games under 500. He's record. got another shot. And the, well, think about it. Go for, to go 35 and 45 coaching Texas Tech, not doing much, not even winning with Patrick Mahomes. Being pretty will get you places. And then hand, That's right. Then getting a head coaching job in the NFL yeah, I, after I heard, being fired. He's, you, you always talk about how he smelled good, right? Oh, He's a pretty man. Like a tossed salad, <laughs> Buck used to say. Yeah, he is. He's, he smelled really fresh. I mean, there was if you went yeah. by him, it was like, whoosh. I think that's true. It's not like an aroma, like a perfume or a, or a cologne. There you go. Like he a, said, you, you noticed that, too. That was too. a freshness. It's now, like, there's something fresh about him. When he, when he went past, it was like, you could feel the, like, shh, like going outside this room right here. It's freezing cold out like here. like what is, what is Bob Cole's um, oh, not, it wasn't, cool blue commercial? It wasn't blue velvet or whatever. We'll, we'll have full, <laughs> full sports Aqua coverage velvet. of that tomorrow. Big 12 Media Days brought to you by our friends at Hay City Store and Ice House, Travis and Tamra. And thank you so much to them, my friend Richard, with uh, One Source Gas. Awesome. All of your compressed gas needs, CO2. You need it, he's got it, and we'll be up there. Also tomorrow, I'm going to ask the question to Ranger fans, because I'm reading this Shohei Otani interview where it's making it sound more and more like, I'm tired of losing. Tired of losing. Come on. If you're a Texas Ranger fan and you could put a package together that included your your draft pick, Will Langford, you just made it. Jack Leiter. Ooh. 
some top prospects to get Shohei Otani and we'll make a run. Take that bum you got from Mets, throw him in and there. And here's the question, because the, th- the Rangers have a package they could put together that the, the Angels would have to consider, because they've got a great farm system. They just added a stud. Are you guaranteeing something for me? Yeah, uh, if it guarantees you win the World Series this year. Yes. And then take your chances all with Otani beyond it. I'm in. I'll be all in. Championship now. Legends never die. Well, because remember, Otani comes into an already the best lineup in baseball and brings a huge bat. And he also can pitch. Yes. Forgot about that. All in. Make it happen. Ah, oh, man, would you do I doubt it? The, I, the Angels aren't going to do it within the division. Well, you better win the championship because. <laughs> That's true. Can, can, can you re-sign them for 500 or 600 or 700 mil? Hey, have a great Tuesday, Buck. Be right. safe out there, man. All right, guys. Be straight. careful. Every hour podcast at hornfm.com. We'll do it again tomorrow, 6 a.m.